0: Hey, everybody.
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Oh, Brendan was just griping that he didn't get to be part of... Apparently, we had a urinal show, but we didn't Isn't that yeah. just we like didn't a niche really. only show? That Well, it just happened when we did the psychology episode. You told your story about how you don't use urinals. Yeah, right. never or, seen... Yeah, always, all,
2: always use the stalls.
0: Always use the stalls, and you'd have to... Would you say something about like, you had to like back up, because you're not sure about the arc of your stream or something?
2: <laughs> What you're like measuring it or something? <laughs> Wait, hold up. Hold up. Are you banking it off hold something? Up. When
0: did I It was I'm pretty sure it was the psychology yeah, episode. I mean,
1: I mean it is I'm not denying it is true. I'm just <laughs> asking when I actually divulged so much detail. You
0: gave a lot of detail.
1: Well look, a I mean I mean, yes. I mean just I will just simply say that I don't like urinals because <laughs> of the fact that the splashback is excessive. <laughs>
2: An excessive being it exists. All I know is splash guards actually... Imp- they don't sp- splash guard anything. It splash guards oh, no. the toilet. Yeah. Pretty much all the pee is away from the urinal <laughs> on your pants. Yeah, well, that,
1: that's how they protect the toilet. Yeah, they're clearly. protecting the
2: po- toilet from your pee.
1: This is what you were talking about while I was away? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We didn't get
2: we didn't get to this point. Okay.
3: It, it, well, that got mentioned, and then I, I was kind of defending you over the fact that I don't use urinals either, but I don't yeah. use them because... It was a habit, as I said, I picked. It no, up I mean, in I was. School. I thought you were
1: gonna say I don't use them because Canada's moved beyond urinals <laughs> into something much better and cleaner.
3: No, it's because I, it was a habit I picked up in school because I'm so tall that I I was always standing at basically uh, the top of the urinal, and so I just oh, it God. was either I could get into this oh. kung fu <laughs> horse stance for hey, like tol- the urinal position. I totally
2: know what you mean. You ever like picked up your niece from like the elementary school and you needed to use the toilet? And like, oh, if you don't bend over, you're gonna pee over the urinal, like all the way over it.
0: I've been back. It's you're weird, gonna pee on the wall. It's weird going you back to elementary school. You have to, to stand school. like ten feet
3: back and go at a really good angle, and then you have to walk forward slightly as the stream dies down. Like, I, I know which could you're, be comical, but if any kid walks in on that, I mean, okay, I think that's, that's just one not thing. not worth the jail time. I think
1: one thing that people <laughs> don't appreciate enough, and I. I will say that one thing is it's like actually a mathematical science. How to precisely like position yourself as the stream dies down because you have to make sure it's on target. But at the same time, pressure's changing, arcs changing, speed is changing. I mean, you, dude, every single man okay. in the world, dude, where are you mathem- flying
2: a plane,
1: man? Dude, like- <laughs> There's formulas you have to calculate in your head just to be precise about that.
3: So are you opening the flaps or keeping them closed? I don't know.
2: Going in for the landing. Get
3: ready.
1: So welcome to another episode of Ryan Noosh Go. Uh, I'm <laughs> Go where? No, like where
4: Pokemon are we going? Go. Go. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was. But at the
1: same time I realized that because Ryan and Noosh are dead, it kind of makes sense of oh, Ryan Noosh Go. Like, oh, they're going somewhere now. Like, okay.
3: It uh, be Ryan Go and noosh day?
1: Don't don't hurt me, Brendan. I mean, like, you're just kind of rubbing like salt in a yeah, wound. Yeah, whatever.
2: Ryan's dead to us now.
1: <laughs> Come on. I feel all right. like that's a lot less funny than you promised. Well, yeah, not not every joke's gonna hit.
4: We're wah, telling wah. jokes now. So I'm, right, I'm
1: I'm one of the hosts, Anushka Kumar singha We also have Courtney Rajan, Ken hey. Tran, Brendan Kidney, and also our guest for today is uh, Rosalie Staley.
5: Yes, that is oh me. Oh my
1: God, I got your last name right. <laughs> you I was did. literally freaking out. Like I'm gonna butcher this. I'm
5: really glad you didn't add an "in" because a lot of people do. They add an "in" to my first name and Stalen? my. Stalin.
1: Men- they call you Stalen? No, Stalin. No, Stanley. Oh. Oh, oh, I would not have guessed Stanley. Yeah. I went straight for Stalin. Yeah,
5: you did. I've never wow. gotten Stalin as my last name. prefer Stalin or St- Stanley? Um, I'd rather neither. Neither. Because we okay. don't own a hardwood, like a. Tool store of any sort. So
1: oh, I mean, anyway, okay. Well, I mean, I was thinking Cold War, but yeah, I mean that too. I guess yeah. <laughs> St- Stanley Steamer, I
5: like the people I, I, that no, clean I, carpets. I ta- no, I was talking about the tool oh. uh, company that makes like. Yeah. a tool company called Stalin.
0: I didn't know. No, that. I was talking about Stanley. No,
4: Stanley. Oh. Stanley. <laughs>
1: <You were>
5: super <laughs>
4: obsessed with <Dude>, <laughs>
1: Stalin. I am. I really am. Too much Russia last week. More <laughs> Russia this Dude, week. It's, it's, all, it's that all Russia talk, man. It's it's just I'm I'm all into it. Uh, okay, well, so if I, I think that what I'm about to use for the analogy, okay, it's one of those things where it's like the worst analogy ever because I think the general audience will not get it, but because there's two people here who totally will get it, that's why I have to use it. So <laughs> Yay. it's a really rare occurrence. So if we were characters from Green Lantern, <laughs> who would we be? Yeah. So and I have a funny, I I do have a funny story to share about that in relation to kidney, but first, so. If just to start off with Ryan. So if Ryan was a character from uh, Green Lantern, by the way, just so everybody knows who knows Green Lantern, I can guess who knows Green Lantern, who doesn't. Rosalie, me, Brendan, Ken, I feel like you, little, yeah. little, Courtney, know, right? I You're know who not, Green Lantern is, but right. that's about it. Okay. So if Ryan was a Green, a Green Lantern character, he would be Jon Stewart because he's got the strongest sense of right and wrong. And he's black. Well, I mean, Ryan's not. mean, Ryan's Ryan's not not black. Yeah, close enough. (laughs) To what? (laughs) You can take it any way you want. So, uh, yeah, well, I just meant Ryan has a really strong sense of right and wrong. Like, he is the most moral person on the show, as I often state.
3: (laughs) Um, Oh, constantly.
1: Constantly. So, okay, if uh, Courtney was a Green Lantern, she would be Salak. I mean, I I got some nodding heads from Rosalie, Brendan. (laughs) Brendan, what do you think? I nodded too. Okay, yeah. I mean, why why do you think I I, I said you're Salic?
0: Well, what you always say. Yeah. <laughs> because the person smart? He's the <laughs>
1: smartest of the Green Lanterns. He's he's the he's the keeper of the book. I,
0: I have a challenge for you. Yeah. With your next analogy, whoever you're going to equate me yeah. with, try not to go for that reasoning. Try oh. to find something else. Something else. Something else. But
2: that's no fun.
0: That's that's the challenge. For well, next it's either
2: week. it's either responsible or. Uh,
0: Talks about penises.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh,
5: those are the only thing, two apparently things. Apparently, that, that's about you. that's the
0: extent of my personality. She's extremely I'm smart, res- and I talk about penises. That's about it. Yeah. I-,
1: I mean, we're all just a stereotype anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're all just tropes and and you know characters. Uh, Brendan, if you were one of those, uh, you'd be Kilowog. You're you're the yes! boisterous bruiser. You're the you're the you're that guy. You know, breaking down doors. You know, Ken. If you were a Green Lantern character, you would be Kyle Rayner. Because, you know, he like Kyle Rayner, you're artistic. You got a little bit of anxiety, but deep down, you're a hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that always matters. Deep down, you're a hero. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Rosalie, if you were a Green Lantern character. By the way, I for Rosalie, I went against my better judgment. I was like, you know what, though? If I say Rosalie's, like, the sweet, wonderful Green Lantern. She's like, no, I'm not. So I went with uh, Rosalie's Guy Gardner. You know, he's he's a good guy, but he's a cynic.
2: Yeah. And he has a Ouch, funny haircut. She's, she's
1: Guy Gardner. I, I can take that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, if I was a Green Lantern character, I would be Larfleeze, the Orange Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they know why.
4: They
5: really get it. I love Larfleeze so much. <laughs> you, have you read, us? He's got he's, his uh, own trade paperback. Have you read it yet? Oh,
1: no, I haven't. I have issue um, one and two okay. and I can share it.
5: Sure. At some point. I mean,
1: basically, he is this this dude who's really self-obsessed. He's greedy. <laughs> okay. I mean, literally, he sees something. He's like, mine, the, mine, mine. Yes.
5: <laughs> the color orange is orange. supposed to represent ab- uh, avarice. Right. Okay. So he's just
1: very, very yeah. selfish. Okay. Everything is about him. Yes. Everything is about him. <laughs>
2: Yeah, everybody's when, a Green Lantern. This guy's an Orange Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> you jackass.
1: Hey, did every actually? Yeah, I selected a Green Lantern for. I didn't even realize everybody I did was a Green Lantern
2: yeah. except for you.
5: Um, always had to stand out from the crowd. <laughs>
1: did, I mean, not in the best ways. Huh?
5: <laughs> the uh, the other DC character who got an Orange Lantern during the uh, Darkest it Night. Was Luthor. Yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, you just compared dude. yourself to Lex Luthor. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: that's what I'm hearing yeah. right now. <laughs>
1: Dude, by the way, this is why I used to love having, like, a comic book podcast back in the day, but, like, with, like, people who, like, know their stuff because <laughs> it always gets so funny, but it, it's only funny to anybody who, like, read it. You know what I mean? Like, like it's one of those. Um, uh, the most
0: comic books I got into, I did have a collection of comic books, but okay. it was a Barbie, what? barbie comic they books. no
1: shame in that that's cool that was what i, I mean, went to whenever yeah. i went
0: to the book the comic book store with my brother he got all the um x-men
1: yeah.
3: comic books he was yeah. into
0: that and uh i always got the barbie comic books it is, it is
3: gavin is, brother I, gavin. I, I, oh, my older brother i have Karen. to i have to ask what was barbie doing like everything man she she's a flight crime. attendant I she's <laughs> a doctor so happy.
1: she's a pet she's a renaissance
2: veterinary. woman <laughs> yeah she does it all <laughs>
0: I honestly don't remember what was in the comic books. I just know that I did collect them. They
2: they could make comic books about anything. I just, the other month I was picking up a comic book and it was Grumpy Cat and Pokey. (laughs) Dude, there's a Grumpy Cat comic? Yeah, Grumpy Cat and Pokey. Huh. Comic book.
1: Nice. Sounds.
2: What was it about? The cat was grumpy. That was pretty much it for like 24 (laughs) pages.
1: Yeah, I mean. i
4: buy that. Okay.
5: My Little Pony has a comic book series my little well, pony my little... has a, oh everything.
1: that's a big yeah, following it has an, yeah it's, it's a pretty big big thing though yeah, yeah. they're adorable <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> so well the comic books no shame dude i mean like i mean i i'm not gonna lie I, I don't watch my little pony but i remember i watched a couple episodes and it reminds me a lot of like old school powerpuff girls are we like, about to find out of... you're a brony no no, i'm not a brony Damn but, i mean i i, I do respect <laughs> the show though i mean they have a nice like mix of like definitely like children's like uh, content, but at the same time, there's a little bit of adult humor here and there, like, made so the adults watching like, can enjoy it. I
3: haven't
0: it. seen any what, the new stuff.
3: That's oh, sorry, why guys. all the old Look. school cartoons were so good, yeah. because they weren't afraid to do that. Dude,
1: one, yeah. of, the, one of the jokes, like, the best example of, like, a My Little Pony, like, adult humor type joke, that this is the one I remember the most, because I was like, oh, man, that's the moment I realized, like, oh, man, this show's got some adult humor in it. There was an episode where, like, the six main girls in the story, ponies, they were, like, uh, the, one of their friends was getting married. And there's also a little like dragon boy who hangs out with them. Mm -hmm. So the the six little pony girls they were going to like plan the bridal like bridal party or what's called like bachelorette party. party. Yeah, they're planning the bachelorette party. And so the 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 guy, the dragon boy, he's just like, oh yeah, well, uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm planning the bachelor party. And he's just like, uh, guys. What's a bachelor party? <laughs> and then all the girls just like giggle like, hee, 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 and then that's the joke. And I was like, oh, man.
0: Can I just point out <laughs> that I think the English have a better name for bachelorette parties. They call it, it a Hindu party.
2: A Hindu? What does a that hen-do. even mean?
0: So like the person getting married, the woman getting married, she's a hen or something. Uh, <laughs> and then they go out. And they, there's a lot of weird things, but I just uh, thought that's a kind of a better name than bachelorette party. Yeah. Do the hen? Go out on a hen
2: Hindu, well, the hen do well hens
1: do rosalie why, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself
5: my name is rosalie yeah i'm a super exciting individual <laughs> Clearly. um Clearly, i yes. do stuff uh you have an incredible you have an incredible <laughs> she, burp she has a secret i have a fantastic identity. belch <laughs> um but uh yeah uh, that that developed when i was about uh 12 which was unfortunate because i didn't want it but it comes from acid reflux so oh. that was really fun to deal with uh anyway use it to your, <laughs> yeah. advantage. Use it to your advantage oh i yeah. do i do everything's
1: I have, a superpower
5: exactly i have beaten teenage boys in belching contests you go. there it's you go. gone very well <laughs> for me in my life so far so yeah kind of victorious yeah uh, yes I I don't know what else you want me to say. Okay, I mean it, it, yeah. I feel like you think I'm a lot more exciting than I am.
1: I mean, uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I mean I'll share I'll I'll I mean I'll I'll just share that like the main thing that Rosalie and I like have done together. Like she is my main Pokemon Go friend. Like when oh, we played true. Pokemon Go, like we're always together, like okay. going places and doing stuff.
5: I would like you to know yeah. that I sacrificed three legendary raids in a row to come and be
1: here today. Oh, I appreciate Ooh. that. Ooh. Thank you. That's, that's friendship. <laughs> yes. that's, that's friendship. That's
3: dedication. Oh,
1: the other thing I wanted to mention before we actually start the topic today is I, wa- I wanted to mention this whole thing with Brendan because of the fact that this ties into the Green Lantern conversation. How did I meet Brendan? Because the thing is, Brendan, I-, I met Brendan first, and then mm-hmm. Brendan started meeting my friends, and he became close to JB and a couple other people. Yeah. So how did it begin? Basically, back in 2008, dude. I've known Brendan for <laughs> nine years now. Uh, back in 2008... Uh, but feel free to add in as much as you want for this story, Brent. So oh, in yeah. two thousand eight I made a Green Lantern quiz on Facebook. <laughs> no joke. I made a quiz because I saw all these, these Facebook Green Lantern quizzes. And, and at the time, the comic books for Green Lantern were, like, huge. So, Is that when
0: the movie came out? No. It's oh, not. It it's way no. before.
1: But the comic books had, like, they were really, really popular at that okay. time. So a lot of people made Green Lantern quizzes. But the problem was all their quizzes were really dumb. Like, all of them were asking, like, what Lantern core would you be in? Would you be green or blue or whatever, right? What mm. color? A lot of them were really basic, though, because they were asking things like, are you the kind of person? Who's greedy, or are you the kind of person who's hopeful? <laughs> like, it's like really obvious. Like, okay, so if I want to be a blue lantern, I'll pick hopeful. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, so, what I did was I made like a 15 question, hard ass survey that had nothing to do with anything. Like, my questions were so out there. Like, one question was when you stare up at the night sky. What do you see? And like <laughs> one of the questions was like one of the like the answers was yeah. like the beauty of the stars. Do you see, you know, the clouds o- over the city? Like like I, I had all yeah. these different random things that had nothing to do with anything, but based on those, I like extrapolated meaning and I mm-hmm. like gave them points towards what lantern okay. core they'd be in and there's 15 questions like that you took it seriously I did I took <laughs> you, like, it, it, a he week. did
3: the green lantern version yeah. of the Pottermore <laughs> he really wanted to make sure people
1: could know which lantern exactly. they belong to and then at the end of the quiz I mean it was so hardcore that at the end of the quiz once you got your lantern core it had like the oath of the of each <laughs> green lantern core that way you know you are a green think, lantern or whatever I think we need
4: to
0: do a repost of this oh my on our gosh, page I love that yeah we I, I need still to do have this. it somewhere yeah. so I'll we're going to repost that and our listeners can
2: that's how noosh gets to ladies (laughs) oh gosh Uh,
1: well so let me read
2: your ring finger
1: (laughs) which ring is on it maybe i'll tell you what lantern core you're in (laughs) so uh brendan took the quiz and dude literally it was just brendan messaged me and he just said like oh man that was a really cool quiz and i was like oh thanks man and then we just Started talking Aww, and, and the then it just—I mean, it just kind of started from like that, and just randomly, we were just message each other back and forth, and now we're doing a show together. You know, like—I mean, do you have anything to add to that, Brendan?
3: Yeah, it's—it, I'm just—I'm kind of like that. It's the whole George Costanza thing, you know, like a fungus. Once I attach to something, I'm hard to get rid of. <laughs>
1: So today's topic is nothing to do with comics. It's heists. <laughs> today's topic is heists. So it's been uh, one in
0: the making. We've had to do this one yeah, for a while. I've been wanting to
1: do it for a while, but yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a long time coming. So Courtney, what do you have for us today? So I'm
0: gonna share a mini story first because I just thought it was really funny and then I'll get into my actual story. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take us to Russia. You always take us to Russia. (laughs) We're going to go to Russia. Um, So this involves a 28-year-old hairdresser, and she was being robbed by a 32-year-old guy. And what happened was that she instead took him captive and kept him as a sex slave for two days. (laughs) Yes, dude.
1: That went. Here's the thing. Usually, that journey from my stories that takes place over a period of 40 minutes. You just went through a 40 minute conversation in like two seconds.
0: Because there's not a whole lot on this. But so she kept him captive for. Two so, okay, days. How did it happen? As there's, I all I know is that she kept him for forty eight hours, kept him as a sex slave. She used p- pink furry handcuffs and uh, <laughs> she uh, handcuffed him to a radiator and oh my alleg- allegedly fed him Viagra <laughs> before having intercourse with him. Did
2: they say how many times they did it? <laughs> dude, that's some Pulp Fiction shit right <laughs> there, dude. That's like
0: crazy. <laughs> so she did you finally do not mess with those <laughs> yeah, Russian women. I know, right? <laughs> So she finally released him. He went straight to the hospital because he had a torn frenulum.
1: Oh my God. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's <laughs> would in your you like, like, it's would par- you like it's it's to know what like a
3: frenulum like it's is? It's in my dick, isn't it? <laughs> it's part
2: it's part of par, par penis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but I know
3: I don't want to tear it. It
2: sounds painful for a man. So
0: the 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 scientific name or what the doctors would know it as is frenulum of prepuce of penis which is an elastic band of tissue under the glands, penis that connects the foreskin to the vernal mucosa I know what it is mucosa. I
1: know what it is. Oh my Ugh. god. That's so, crazy. Yeah.
0: So he that was torn so he went to the hospital. Oh. After oh. that, after that he then went to the police to report the Oh, by the way, her name is Olga. So he went and yeah. reported Olga. For keeping him hostage right. for forty-eight hours, Dude, the
1: look on the cop's face as he <laughs> told this story must have been riveting. Like,
0: so, so he did that. So then she, so they went and got her, and then she. This is her quote: "What a bastard! Yes, we had sex a couple of times, but I bought him new jeans, gave him food, and even gave him a thousand rubles when he left." <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fair,
1: right? Dude,
2: dude. Dude, he ripped his like,
3: he ripped his penis skin. I don't
2: even know
1: where to begin commenting. I mean, just, just, she was mugged. Then she basically kept him captive and raped him. Yes. And then she paid him. Then
0: she paid him. And then so because he complained against her, she's like, well, hey, wait a minute. This whole started because he tried to rob me. So now they were both being held on their separate charges
1: <laughs> by the police. The cops <laughs> just like, you're both arrested.
0: Yes, her oh, being God. held for,
1: for rape <laughs> and him for robbery. So that's you, where
2: that so you planned this penis story, didn't you? I, I mean, did not. No. The
1: funny thing is they both would have got away with it if it wasn't for <laughs> each other. <laughs> They're each other's own worst enemy. <laughs>
2: Well, if he didn't have to go to the hospital because if she didn't just rip his...
0: Well, that's the thing. Do you think if he didn't rip his frenulum, would he have gone to the police anyway?
2: Probably not. No. <laughs> Probably one of those dark wouldn't. stories.
1: Uh, you sit around I drinking some
2: like... drinking some vodka and then you're like, yeah, remember that so, one time? Some
1: vodka. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, would, I mean, I would love to know just how the tables were turned only because, you know, if he's mugging her, he's got a weapon maybe or something. Yeah. How did she, I mean, like, I can only imagine in the most animated way she bashed him on the side of the head with like a hair dryer or like some kind of curling iron,
3: and oh. then like tied him up. Remember, this is a woman that owned fuzzy pink handcuffs. Oh. I'm sure she had something. Oh, dude, you're I, right it as a weapon. In this her is not purse. the first
1: time. Oh <laughs> God, has tied somebody up.
0: <laughs> I did. I did leave out. I think this is a key point of how she might have overcome okay. the robber. Is that she was. Uh, very trained in martial arts
1: okay so she was like a soviet military like badass so (laughs) this isn't (laughs) olga this is like cammy from street fighter or like zangief (laughs) like female version (laughs) or something (laughs) like i mean and if it was the female version of zangief (laughs) no wonder he tore (laughs) i mean that's
2: (laughs) a
3: very muscular woman they they, wrestle they they wrestle beers for fun and (laughs) hairy too (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. Have you guys ever seen – I've read articles before. Have you seen that, though, that – aside from the frenulum, like you can break your penis? Yes. I, I actually yes.
1: remember the first time I discovered how that was possible. I uh, read about how the penis essentially becomes erect due to tubes that fill with blood inside, and these tubes can be bent.
4: And I mean, they, cracked. They
1: can't be bent when they're, like, not filled with blood, but when they are filled with blood – they're, they're <laughs> susceptible to breakage, Do you and know that th- immediately terrified me.
0: Do you know what the number one position that causes the penis to break? Is it
1: missionary, which no. is the number Girl one on top. Po- yes. Girl on top can break? That- Hello. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh god
2: oh god it's, it's, wish, it's so unfortunate god, it's, I
4: wish I had that on it's camera so,
2: it's so unfortunate Ken's, this is a radio dude, show Ken's,
1: dude. Ken's hand gestures and Nusha's reaction oh because my god I
2: couldn't we're he, all adults here when
1: Ken said on top I was just like how is that I mean no way and then <laughs> Ken right? did the gesture Don't and, and I just freaked or the or fuck we, I mean, out yes I you just, did oh because I felt it I literally just like oh my god
3: I felt the pain of it Oh, God. See, I, I found out about it in a weird way. Did it, it happen to you? There was an episode of the Drew Carey show where he broke his penis. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, wow. So, and so, like, instantly after I saw that episode, I was like, you can't break your penis. And I went in full investigation mode, and I went on the internet. And oh. by the way, never, ever Google
4: broken penis. <laughs> I never want to see that. Said,
0: have you seen a picture it. of it? It's nasty. Dude, I never want to
3: know what that
1: feels like. Or no that looked like. I think like. there was, like,
2: a show on, like, the Health Channel or Discovery Channel. Like oh, those, it might have those, been, yeah. Those, like, those um, Sex 911 show. So,
0: yeah, something like oh. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mo- weird, oh, weird yeah. things that happen when you have sex yeah. or whatever it is. The, yeah, yeah.
2: The, oh, man. The most standard one was someone's head went through the headboard. And the, the <laughs> oh, worst well, one was... I feel
1: like the standard one is, is, is people getting... It's in people inserting weird things up the, the butt. butt. Yeah. Stuff, in the butt like, like, stuff in the butt. Stuff in the butt is like, what? Listen, if we had Jessica on this show, I feel like Jessica can vouch for that. She's done ER. She's been an ER yeah. nurse before. Oh, I thought I gonna ER. say, like, <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say she had stuff in the butt. oh, God. She's really weird. Jessica, it's yeah. Never
3: we saw that. I know you
1: don't listen to this show, Jessica, but if you happen <laughs> she to. She should. I'm so sorry that that even. It's because she's an ER nurse and she's seen crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> That took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: think, I think that first started it it was on out. how do you break your penis? What position? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like doing like this and then you freaked out.
0: I really I wish I captured That
2: should have been on camera. I, I
0: know. I should have captured it. I mean basically
1: that. for anybody who doesn't know, I basically pulled a full on home alone <laughs> two kind of <laughs> thing, just like hand on my head, like, he, oh He looked legit scared.
0: He looked yeah. legit scared. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, well, God, you know, I felt like I needed to do something. Uh, the reason why that story made me laugh, yeah. but also <laughs> I, I, realized it's been a while since i brought up penis. Yeah, and you got so to so I had, I had to bring that in, yeah. you know, because it's been a while since we've had that. So anyway, okay. All right, non penis related.
2: <laughs> Aww, <laughs> so I'm stepping out right now.
1: <laughs> that's our show. Right,
2: that's, that's our, our show. Our show. For today.
0: Thanks for coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take us to England now
1: <laughs> in the hey. 17th
0: century. I, I mean, century. I feel like
1: that's, that's kind of that's status quo for you. have taken yeah. us to England a few times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, at heart, I'm an Anglophile. Yeah. So, you know, right. I, I belong there. Just they didn't give me a damn job, so that's why I'm back yeah. here. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. so England, 17th century. We're going to talk about a guy named Colonel Blood. Um this is actual name Thomas Blood. There you go. Thomas Blood.
1: No. His name Thomas was Cr- blood. He Colonel Blood, like the Sorcerer Supreme. Like he Colonel sounds Colonel Thomas hardcore. Blood. Yes, he sounds like a GI <laughs> Joe villain. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, even better. He does sound like a villain. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, in GI Joe, there was a major like- blood
3: like the one character they took out of Clue because he was a little too hardcore oh, yeah. and everyone can't guess <laughs> him He's re- replaced
0: by Colonel Mustard. But are you serious?
1: <laughs> exactly. <Colonel No.
3: laughs> oh. oh, dude, I was like,
1: no way. This is like the secret history of Clue. There was a Colonel Blood. Well, I
0: don't know. I'm, I'm going to say no.
1: But dude.
2: Noosh is having the time of that. his life today. Here's, Colonel... here's the
1: problem with Colonel I'm blowing his mind tonight. Dude, here's the problem with Colonel Blood and Clue. It's always Colonel Blood. <laughs>
3: it's Colonel like I mean, Blood. It's always Colonel Blood.
0: Well, they can't have two colonels in clues, so yeah.
5: blood was probably.
0: Well, of course, replaced. one
3: would get a promotion. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did have two, and they were like, "Oh, wait, we can't have two, so they Maybe that's renamed it death to Scarlet. Investigating. Oh, there you go. Because oh. the colors. Oh, Miss yeah. Scarlet. Yeah, she, she was
0: real.
1: She was original.
5: There you go. Colonel
1: Blood. Yeah. Colonel yeah. yeah.
5: well, well, Blood. Well, and yes. Colonel
0: Blood did have long hair. Oh, so
2: snap, that's
4: what happened?
0: Dude. We have a new theory for Clue. Scarlet.
2: Yeah. Equals Colonel Blah. Oh he does God. look like a GI Joe villain.
1: Cobra, <laughs> 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 yeah. dude. I mean, even Scarlet sounds like a GI Joe character. It is. It is a GI yeah. Joe yeah. character, right? Yeah. 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 Cobra, yeah. Yeah. I like how they. Oh,
2: yeah. you guys ever watch that cartoon? They always yell like. Yo,
1: whatever. Joe. Yeah.
2: Why do they keep saying that? Just run into I a room. Like, Cobra. Like,
1: Cobra, <laughs> dude. One of my favorite. But this random one of my favorite comic-con moments i ever remember is back in 2008 i went to comic-con we were lined up waiting for like one of the one of the, like the panels mm-hmm. so it was like there's like like there's like a, like a there like hundred people in this hallway three guys walked down the hallway wearing straight up like cobra uniforms okay. and as they walked by a hundred nerds in the hall including oh myself were like cobra <laughs> like like dude it was awesome <laughs>
5: Random yeah. note, I think I might know them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the year I had a
1: friend go okay. as...
2: She <laughs> was actually one of them.
1: Uh, no, not that year. Well, all right,
3: so go ahead. There's okay. been other years?
1: Well, of course. There's, I mean, I feel like it's an every year thing to have, you know, oh, yeah. Cobra show up. Yeah.
3: Anyway, <laughs> See, this, that's what makes me sad. I've only been to these sad little Canadian, like, small city cons, and you guys have been to, like, the cons yeah man
1: one Your day life is super one sad. day once we all have you know more money than we currently do we'll all plan a big trip you know
5: <laughs> we'll fly it down here yeah. well first you have to be able to get tickets which is yeah. insane so and anyway distracting from
2: this <laughs> <All> blood <right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> colonel blood
0: colonel blood
2: right colonel blood
0: all right. So just to give you a little bit of background of him, he's a very interesting character. So the English Civil War broke out in 1642. It's also known as the um, the three the wars of three kingdoms. Um, and he actually switched sides. So he was originally on the royalist side, and then he switched to the Roundhead side.
2: What was the um, the team? The, the roundhead, Roundheads roundhead. <laughs>
0: roundhead side? Rand, roundheads were known as supporters of Parliament. That's mm. what they were. Oh. So instead of it being a, like
3: an old Nickelodeon
1: person,
0: <laughs> 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 the roundheads <laughs> to rival Hey Arnold, who look like a football head. Yeah. <laughs> and also
1: the Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, what are they called? Like the oh, the those frog heads. people, Frogheads. the big heads, the big, big heads. heads. There
0: yeah. you go. The, yeah, that could have been a show: the big heads versus the round
2: heads. Man, <laughs> man Nickelodeon is not for children.
3: I mean, now it's for now I think olds. it is. Yeah, and noosh. You gotta remember that Rocko worked for a sex line.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing another thing where they're like, "Oh, things that you missed as a child or whatever," and they showed in Rugrats that um, Grandpa from Rugrats, was going to be watching a porn video. <laughs>
3: yeah, it was, was it the naughty space fixes something? Or
0: like
1: something? that, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I think he said, like, ooh, the naughty space victim. This <laughs> is not for the babies yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I remember that.
4: <laughs> okay, going back to <laughs> our <Arrow, but> home
1: <laughs> We're never going to get to Colonel No, nope, We're nope. never going to
0: yeah. get to him. Okay, so he switched sides, which is, you know, that could be considered treasonous or whatever, but he did switch sides, and he fought that. In um, 1653... He actually um, he had to leave and he fled back to Ireland with his wife and son when Charles II returned to the, sto- the throne because you know he was going against the royalists and right. against Charles so and so par- like Parliament lost.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. So um, so that happened and then he actually this is an ongoing thing. He made continued attempts to uh, kidnap Lord Ormond um, and he and he kept failing but he did keep trying to <laughs> for no reason. He just to really wanted to get this guy. To yeah. Wait, why why was
2: he trying to do that? <laughs>
0: um. He was, uh, I'm guessing it because he's on the other side, so ah, no. that, that was just, I didn't do too much research into it, but this guy, he made several attempts to kidnap this guy. As such, because he failed, he then fled to Holland, um, and there was a price on his head. And even with that, he still returned back to England in 1670. He took on another name, um, Alof, and he, oh. was a, and he practiced as a doctor. So, even though he was wanted, he's actually one of the most wanted men I would have England. loved it if he came
1: back and he said he's M- Monsieur Mustard or something
3: <laughs> like that. <laughs> that <laughs> would have conspiracy. tied in the whole thing. So wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> he became a doctor. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Yes, <he>
2: Blood.
0: <laughs> no, he went under an assumed name. Oh. A- a- Alof. Yeah, but
3: still.
1: That- he was doctor Blood. Us, yeah, Dr. Blood. For us,
2: he's Dr. Blood. Dr. <laughs>
1: Blood. Wait, so his name's Dr. Olaf.
0: Right? No, not Olaf. No, Alof. Alof.
1: Alof. Oh. Olaf is a snowman. By, <laughs> yeah. by day he's Doctor Alof. By night he's, he's Doctor Blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Seeking, seeking revenge that against that t- one. T- it yeah. That kind of almost ties in. That
0: almost ties in. So he returns back to England in 1670. He's practicing as a doctor. He then tries again to kidnap Ormond. Okay. <laughs> what is wrong?
2: With <laughs> so <guy>? He
1: really <laughs> wants to get him. He really uh, I've wants to g- get him.
2: It's like a Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna get him, dude.
1: Man, Ormond pissed in his porridge. Man, he's got pissed one day
2: about that, you know? <laughs> I'm going in.
0: So the failed attempt, he, m- he just barely escaped capture and everything. And that's when he came up with his greatest idea. He was going to steal the crown jewels.
1: Of England? Of oh. England.
0: Huh. That's well, they what that us do that in the new
1: Muppets Old. movie.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe it was based off of that this. That could be, yeah. It yeah. could be. So <laughs> let me tell you how he did it. So during this time, they were kept at the uh, Tower of London. Um, the keeper of the jewels. His name was Talbot Edwards, and he lived with his family above the basement, guarding the jewels. He was in charge of them. So in 1671, what he, what Blood did was he dressed up as a parson, which is a priest of independent church, and he came with.
1: Wait, hold on. Yeah. So I'm sorry, A priest of an independent church. Independent church. So not a state church. Not I a guess? state church. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how works. So
0: he dressed up as So he's a parson. So his his parson blood. Um, and he came with. Uh, he had. A By the th-
1: way, now I know what that whole. What's that song? Um, that that Christmas song where Which you know, one? Parson Brown. I
4: don't know. That. You'll
1: say, "Are you married?" We'll say, "No, man." Oh yeah. Um, but he can do mm-hmm. the job while you're in town. Later on, <laughs> later on yeah. we'll, Oh,
5: okay.
0: I'm getting the. Walking theme. in a
1: will- winter wonderland. Yes.
5: Winter, okay. Yes. So. AKA Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but now <laughs> I know what Parson is. There you go. Yeah. There you
0: go. Learn something new every yep. day.
1: <laughs> yeah, when you're Noosh, that happens a lot.
0: <laughs> All right. So Parson Blood, he's going to go visit the the Tower of London. He's brought along um, a, co- a female co- co-conspirator, and he's she's pretending to be his wife. And they they visit, <clears throat> and they start to um, become friendly with Edwards, and they get to know him and everything. They come back several times, you know, just getting to know him, and also they're obviously staking out the place. Um, so they then they decide that they're going to go through with it so they go and and um he also comes back with um wait hold on let me get to that so at one point mrs blood mrs blood quotes she (laughs) pretends to have a violent stomach ache okay (laughs) and she's just like in in pain she's just making a big scene and everything like that and edward's you know concern takes her to his apartment to rest and she gets better and all of that okay Few days later, he come. Parson Blood comes back, and he has four pairs of gloves to give to Edward's wife as a way to say thank you. And then he also starts talking to Edwards about his niece and saying, "Oh, she's a you know a rich girl. You know, you have a son. We should pair them up, get mm, them married, get them nice. together. Blah blah blah." So he's like, "Yeah, that'd be great." Edwards is like, "Yeah, that'd be great." So they come back another time. This time he comes with. Um, three people three men yeah and his nephew quote unquote okay so they're going to start trying to hook him up get them connected wait are these
1: were these all they're all conspirators they're all co-conspirators
0: okay. they are all working together so on may 9th 1671 they come at 7am and while they're talking edward they start saying, say hey you know we'd really like to see the crown jewels can, edwards can you can you show us the crown jewels By the way, i mean
1: edwards doesn't keep them in his apartment they're they're
0: in no no they're in the tower of london okay and in his in edward's apartment with his family is the floor above the basement okay so the crown jewels are in the tower of london and they're like protected and everything and and edwards is the keeper of them right so um, parson's i uh, know yeah parson blood and the, his his nephew and his, the other guys they're like yeah we really want to see the crown jewels can you show them to us and he's like yeah okay so <laughs> they, he leads him downstairs as soon as he opens it up blood takes a mallet out and knocks Edward in the head
4: <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> and, this is amazing yeah
0: they bound and gag him and then they then they um and then Edward uh, no and then uh, blood stabs him with a sword.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> messed up. I mean, at first I was like, "All right, well, blood at least is keeping him alive. He's letting." Well, him-
0: hold on. <laughs> it, 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 I know it sounds bleak, but hold yeah. on. So, so they get him out of the way. Um. So they it's behind a grill, uh, like a kind of like I guess almost like not a prison, but I mean it's behind some a grate protection. Of some kind? Yeah. So they're okay. able to remove it. They get out the crown jewels. They get the crown. They flatten it. To, in order to get it into the bag, and then they also get the scepter. And because it doesn't fit, they break it in half. What? <laughs> what?
1: what? What's the point of this? I'm I mean, this isn't going to have the jewels. For resale value. Yeah, yeah I mean, with the I mean, jewels.
5: I don't know, well, and the gold. Cause yeah, you don't need a shape to be able to sell the gold. Yeah, if you Plus, just melt it, it down, it's yeah. probably easier to sell the raw materials than the here's actual. Thing, here's the thing, mm. about oh, I mean, it's true. Sure
1: it's probably easier to sell. I, mean, I was going to say though. Definitely, you can sell the raw materials easier, but the like the value of the scepter and the crown itself would be yeah. way higher than if any. If it was gold. together, yeah, yeah.
0: But that's what they did. So they they cut it in half and they stuffed that, and uh, blood took the the orb off of the scepter and he stuffed it down his pants to carry it out <laughs> like yeah. you do, like, like you, you do. do.
4: Yeah.
0: Um. And so and so then they're starting to go. Edwards did not die. He starts yelling murder, treason, and everything. So he's sounding the alarm. And so they all try to run out, um, but they are caught. Okay. Okay? So now they're going before the king. Okay. Any guesses as to what might happen? They did try to steal the crown jewels. They messed up Edwards. I mean,
1: a good plot twist is... They became the king. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is the story of Prince Philip, or something. Got too far off actually. Oh, let me no
4: way. let me tell you
0: what happened. So they're questioning Blood. They want to know yeah. what what is his plans, blah blah blah. All he keeps saying is, I will answer to no one but the king. I want to talk to the king. And they're like, Alright, so they bring him before the king. And this is King Charles. So he's brought before King Charles, Prince Rupert, the Duke of York, and other members of the royal family. And Blood knows that uh, the king actually likes, he, he likes when people kind of question authority and they're very audacious okay. and everything like that. So he, he becomes amused when Blood starts to say that the crown jewels are not worth 100,000 pounds, but they're really worth only 6,000 pounds. And he's like, okay. Well, so in asking what should I do with you, he's like, well, what if I give you life? What are you going to do with that? And uh, blood. who
1: said, what if I give you life?
0: The king, King Charles. Okay. So he's like, because he's he's amused by blood. So Uh he's like, all right, so instead if I don't kill you, what if I give you life instead? And so blood replies, I would endeavor to to deserve it, sire. So that was his response. The king, (laughs) he decides to give blood um, a castle and Irish lands worth 500 pounds a year. (laughs) Okay. What? And obviously Lord Ormond is not happy about I that. I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I,
4: I, I, I'm,
1: I'm thinking pissed. about Edwards, dude. I'm thinking about Edwards, man. Bro got stabbed. I got stabbed and
2: this guy got a house. <laughs> in
1: service of the king. And listen, he lives in a tiny apartment yep. with his wife. He, I mean, sure, he's the keeper of the the jewels, mm-hmm. but I'm sure his pay isn't that great. And he got yeah. stabbed. He got
0: stabbed. He did live, though. He lived yeah. until... um. Oh, uh, they don't have a, an age for him, but he did live to a, a ripe old age, I okay. think. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Right. So he did survive, and then he got to be a part of the story and tell how the crown jewels were were taken, and you would be part of that, you know,
5: thing of it. I
0: yeah. feel like
5: having played way too much Assassin's Creed, the only thing I can figure is that since the only thing they didn't destroy was the apple of Eden from Assassin's Creed, that it was actually just a Templar. F- plot.
1: Oh my gosh, you think there's a Templar plot? By the oh, way, yeah. this, that reference went over like
4: everybody's head.
1: Except I have Brendan. no clue. Yeah.
4: It's okay though. Sorry. It's okay though.
1: I feel good inside. That's what matters to me.
0: Um, as for blood, he um, got into an argument later on in 1679 with the Duke of Buckingham over, and I think it's over taxes, um, and Buckingham said that he uh, owed 10,000 pounds um, but he didn't get the money because then blood died um, in in 1679. Now, here's a fun fact. A, a
1: rebel to the end. A rebel <laughs> to the, to very the end. end. He's like, you, I, what, I owe you money? Dies.
0: Yeah, I'm going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here's a fun fact. In 1680, his body was actually exhumed because they wanted to make sure that he didn't fake his death to get out of it
1: <laughs> They wanted to so make sure blood. They wanted to Such make sure it move. was him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the guy's already faked his death once and became somebody else for a so while. So they
2: exhumed him and they proceeded to poke him with a stick.
0: Exactly. Poke poke poke. So anyway, so that's the the heist of the great jewel thief Oh, the crown jewels anyway. Wow. He was a
2: terrible jewel I th- thief. I think
0: I think, yeah. the, I think he the got might have been.
2: Yeah, caught almost immediately. <laughs> he almost killed the guy. I, I mean
0: but I then mean, he got a castle worth, and he, the lands were worth 500 actually, pounds yeah, a year. Yeah, when,
2: when does that
1: ever happen? I would say this. In a way, he is the most successful jewel thief in the sense that
3: he, he got, got caught and he got
1: paid for it. Like, that doesn't happen in real exactly. life. Exactly. I mean. Okay, and oh.
3: they're saying that, like, millennial kids getting trophies for everything <laughs> and the wrong that's <laughs> like, Come on. Dude,
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie. That had to have sent the wrong message <laughs> to, like, the ne'er-do-wells that's in like, England. That's
2: like me going down the street robbing the Wendy's. It's like, you got caught.
0: Here's Nuggets Here's a- for a year. <laughs> no, it's not Nuggets for a year. Here's
2: the whole Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the <laughs> new you know, owner. Don't rob this one. <laughs> It'll,
0: It'll have to be Wendy's. called
4: Ken's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 so, my story is. You know, it's a, it's a high story, and uh, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you the title of it yet until we get to the point where I'll tell you the title <laughs> okay. of it. Uh, Which okay. Which clue
5: character is in it?
1: There's definitely a color. I mean, there's <laughs> definitely a color associated with this story. Before I go on with the story, I want to remind you that we live in the real world. Like, we watch a lot of movies, and sometimes we think that the cool Ocean's Loving stuff, whatever, like, that's that, those are movies, okay? Yeah. We live in the real world where criminals get caught, you know? <laughs> I want to describe. Some heists for you guys, okay? Okay. So in October 2016, a group of armed men burst into the Paris apartment villa owned by Kim Kardashian. She was in France for a fashion show. The men tied her to a chair and stole $9 million U.S. in jewelry. The attack was bold because France was still on high alert after the March 2016 terror attacks. Mm-hmm. So many thieves and criminals were lying low at that time. So these guys did not care.
0: They're like, fuck it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Wha- I mean, if anything,
1: they were just like, we'll, we'll, we'll do it even more so. Yeah. You know? While the French police were stuck in traffic, they escaped on bicycles. <laughs> nice. In 2015, a group of thieves stole jewelry from the Croatian ambassador to Montenegro. In 2013, a lone thief with only a baseball cap and a scarf walks into the famous Carlton International in Cannes, it's a hotel, uh, where a diamond exhibition is being held. He walks out with 136 million U.S. dollars in diamonds. To this day, that is the greatest diamond robbery in French history and in a funny like twist, it took place at the same hotel that was the setting of the 1955 Alfred Hitchcock film To Catch a Thief. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Irony!
2: <laughs> in 2009,
1: a group of thieves robbed a London jewelry store in broad daylight while using skin prosthetics similar to the Mission Impossible series. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Nice. They straight up had skin prosthetics. Um, in 2007... Two Audi A8s smashed through the entrance of the Wafi Mall in Dubai and collided with the jewelry store inside. Within 37 seconds, armed men stole over $3.5 million Jeez. in diamonds. In 2005, men in flowery Hawaiian shirts robbed a jewelry shop in St. Tropez in broad daylight with hundreds of tourists watching. While the cops were stuck behind tourist traffic, the men escaped through the harbor on (laughs) speedboats.
0: Like, this sounds like it's out of a movie, but it's
3: just like... No, no. You want a really good heist that sounds like it's from a movie. There was an 18 million dollar... Maple syrup
2: ice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I mean <laughs> my goodness. what will give you market value. Seven
3: hundred tons <laughs> oh my <God>. of syrup. That's <laughs> a lot of syrup.
2: Never underestimate <laughs> yeah. how that many way. how many people could that feed? <laughs>
0: a lot. No, they're just going to
3: fill up a pool yeah. and just no, go swimming, just swimming in the. In in the, in the doesn't well, matter. The I'm, Canadian Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. yeah. <laughs> to <McDuck>. <laughs> swimming
1: in that. Yeah, last week we had the Canadian Brock Sampson, this week Canadian Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> uh, so in 2003, a group of men robbed a London jewelry store in less than 40 seconds. They hid the diamonds inside of a jar of face cream and escaped on scooters. Nice. Here's it's I, I, a Grand Theft <laughs> Auto mission. <Yeah. laughs> so I've, I've, I've listed off seven different heists, right? All over the, the world, basically, right? Here's the thing. All of these robberies were done by the same men.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: And oh. by the way, hiding the diamonds in a container of face cream is what earned them their nickname. Basically, it's a reference to a popular film where the jewel, the diamond thieves hid the diamonds in a bottle of face cream. So this group is the most successful diamond thieves in the history of the world.
0: Sounds like it. Damn.
1: They're called the Pink Panthers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> da-da, da-da. Yeah. Da-da. <laughs> that they got their name because when they pulled off that like, heist where they hid the diamonds of face cream, yeah. the newspaper started calling them the Pink Panthers. That's awesome. So <laughs> here's their stats. They've conducted over 500 robberies across Europe, the Middle East, and Asia. They've stolen over 300 million dollars in U.S. Uh, in stolen jewelry and diamonds. And all of their heists are elaborate, well-planned, and normally non-violent. And they they have like rules, like any job that takes more than 22 seconds is a great risk. And usually, two hours after the robbery, the thieves are already on a plane to another country. So
0: like they're like the real Ocean's Eleven. They
1: are like they are master planners, master thieves in this world yeah um and always in all of their heists they always have a female operative like they basically have a black widow yeah (laughs) they they have a black widow type person who's like the master like espionage like in like person who gets in there you know
0: she's like cameron diaz in the mask with the camera in the purse and she goes to open up an account
1: yeah, I Remember mean, like that? that's kind of yeah, that's kind of it. So they are an international group of thieves with teams in multiple countries. There is one head leader whose identity is completely unknown to this day, so he's dude. Charlie. Straight up, he is like Claw <laughs> from Inspector Gadget. You know, he is like this mysterious voice that just speaks to the different teams across Europe.
0: Didn't no? They had a he had a real cat. Did I thought it is Inspector it Gadget? He had a cat.
1: I
3: real know, cat. but was it a yeah.
0: real cat or a robot cat? No, no, cat? it was
1: a real cat. He had a robot hand. hand. He'd, 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 robot hand.
3: he'd yeah. slam his Claw fist hand. on the ta- on yeah. the desk every episode. Yeah. And the cat yeah. would be like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was a really solid-ass Inspector Gadget cat
2: impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was solid. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time.
3: <laughs> 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 then he'd fly off in that really cool yeah, car dude. I wanted as a kid. Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> Uh, well, so the majority of the members of this the, of the Pink Panthers are all from Serbia and Montenegro. So here's the origins of this group, right? Because I mean, it's a, a really interesting story of how they formed. In this story, by the way, I'm going to talk about two characters in the documentary I watched about this they never used their real names but the guy referred to himself as Mike oh so he, they
0: were able to interview the real yeah, guys the, a
1: journalist actually found two members and interviewed them were about, they in
0: like dark shadow
1: yeah they were and voice They're changers faith, they used animated like okay. animation to, to show them yeah Okay. so uh, the, the one of the guys is Mike and he is a safe cracker who's been with the Panthers for decades uh, the other person is referred to as the woman and she is a retired panther <laughs> who is the person who used to case the joints right anyway Mike grew up in the golden age of Yugo in the 40s and 50s, he was a kid who- who loved the first day of May when the tourists would come from Germany and France? He he would love to you know sell them cokes to try to make some like money mm-hmm. like Coca Cola. Yeah, <laughs> 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 although Coke
0: might have still had yeah. some Coke in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: to try to make some money on you know on the side, and he would love to always try to catch a glimpse of the rich women swimming naked in the ocean. You know who wouldn't want to see that? You know well, he's like a you know twelve year old thirteen year old kid. So what happened though was the golden age of Yugoslavia ended in the nineteen eighties when. When the dictator of that country, uh, Jose Broz Tito, uh, who's the president, but he really was the dictator of that country, he was the president for like decades. right? Yeah. he died. Uh, he was a totalitarian communist ruler, but the one thing about him is he was beloved by the nation because. Oh, uh, in a country that was war-torn in the past, he maintained stability and, like, oh, like everybody was happy, basically, for decades because of him. So even though he was a dictator, everybody loved him. He was a good dictator. He was a, I mean, yeah, essentially he was a good dictator, if, if that can be If, used if there's as a, term. a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so after his death, tension grew between the various republics that made up Yugoslavia. Um, the person who took over after Tito was Slobodan Milosevic. And his regime took power in the nation uh, after a lot of the infighting between multiple factions. But what happened though is, in 1993, he died in the 80s a lot of conflict mm-hmm. towards the end of the uh, throughout the 80s. Milosevic took over in the early 90s. So in 1993, war broke out as separate republics within Yugoslavia fought against the government and each other to gain independence. In the initial year, in 1993, 130,000 people died in Bosnia. I mean, when people start talking about the Bosnia conflict, a lot of times that's what they're referring to, right? Yeah. Um, And 13,000 of them were children. It was just a terrible situation. Uh, One of the quotes that Mike said is, all the darkness of Milosevic's regime left a huge mark on the people's soul. Many people just, and, and what he does, he claps. He says, many people just, and he claps, and he says, like that, they were done. They went to the war zones to kill, to rape. He's basically describing how, like, the the people of Yugoslavia, when they saw how much death happened in Mm -hmm. such a short amount of time, they snapped. And all of a sudden, everybody started turning dark, you know? Thanks. In 1994, Europe imposed embargoes and sanctions on Yugoslavia, which created pure chaos. People were closed in on all sides with no escape. It was just death everywhere. By the way, I just want to throw out there, yeah, this is not the funny, happy story. <laughs> if you guys caught that, Courtney had the funny, happy story. I have the really messed up story.
0: Maybe we should have led with yours. No, no,
1: <laughs> lead with yours. Yours is the better story. So, I mean, definitely I'll say this. My story is kind of like, this is a crazy story though. Like the outrageousness of this existing in our world. You know what I mean? That's what I was getting at. But average people in 1994 became smugglers. They started crossing the border with hundreds of jeans and t-shirts to sell. I mean, they were smuggling t-shirts into the country because they couldn't get them from the rest of Europe. Yeah. And these are like, like, I'm, I'm talking like regular people like carpenters and dentists. They would turn to smugglers, you know? Um, one of the things that Mike said is, you know, times were tough. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We all had, we all had the attitude of, come on, come on. Smuggling everywhere, crime everywhere. No one thought about real jobs. There were no real jobs. Everyone was just dancing to the music. It was a time. <laughs> it was a time of tuba folk music. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear it, I feel the chaos. <laughs> Dude, dude this guy's talking about tuba folk music and he's like every time he hears it he remembers all the murders and oh the my chaos God.
0: when you say tuba folk music it reminds me of uh, john candy in home alone <laughs> where he's the polka king of the midwest
1: so he said also everyone was trying to swindle you cheat you rob you there wasn't a single night when someone wasn't being beaten up or killed
0: Fun times um, in Yugoslavia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> one of the investigators tracking the Pink Panthers also had a quote. And what she said is, it is the truth that crime erupted during the wars. Many people became criminals, but not all. We all had a choice. It wasn't easy. It was difficult. I could have become a prostitute or a drug smuggler or, or an oil smuggler, but I'm not. And and that that's one of the things about... She took the high road. She took the high road. Like she is you know, Yugoslavian, or she's ethnically, you know, Bosnian, Serbian, and she said, you know, like, I didn't go down that route. Like, she's proud of the fact that she became an investigator and not a criminal, you know? So many people died or disappeared during these wars. And Yugoslavia had a unique way of dealing with crime during these wars. The border security and the government authorities um, would assist thieves with getting out of the country and then sneaking back in the country. And the reason why is because the stolen wealth from Europe would flow into Yugoslavia because okay. the, there's embargoes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the government officials were like, well, all right, fuck it. Just smugglers go. <laughs> steal whatever you want. Just bring it back into the country yeah. so we all can benefit from it, you know? Yeah, that
0: makes sense. Yeah.
1: So um,
0: – They would have liked blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, seriously, bring the crown jewels back to to Yugoslavia, you know. So here's the thing about Yugoslavian criminals. All the Yugoslavian criminals had rules they lived by. The rules were this. I mean, I guess you could say some because Mike did talk about there were murders going on also. But for the majority of Yugoslavian criminals, they had rules. No killing, no victims, guns only to scare people. Um, And one of the quotes that Mike said is, he said it very casually. He's like, we're just taking something unimportant to the rich people for us.
0: So they're kind of yeah. like the Robin Hoods. Yeah, but they didn't really give it back to the poor no. people. No, no, they so kept it them really. for themselves yeah. because they
1: were the poor people. They were the poor people. <laughs> yeah. So here's the perspectives: the public of Yugoslavia, many Serbs were proud of them. were st- proud of them for sticking it to Europe but wish they would spread some of that wealth wealth among the people.
0: Yeah, so be the actual Robin Hoods. Uh,
1: In particular, the woman character, uh, some of her perspectives, her her story is this. Now, she moved from Yugoslavia to Hamburg, Germany when she was a teenager. And, you know, in Germany, she would go to nightclubs where, like, rich people would gather while her aunt was at Mm -hmm. work. There, at one of these nightclubs, she met her boyfriend when she was 17, and he had lots of money, and he bought a lot of gifts for her. She realized during one trip where he took her to Spain that he was actually a jewel thief and she loved him a lot. So she asked him if he will introduce her to his crew. Uh, she wanted to join him. And so she worked on Mike's crew. So the crew that she wound up joining yeah. was Mike's crew. And as a part of her job, you know, she would often have to wear disguises and change her appearance from job to job. Like it was very As a teenager, that would be
0: very exciting. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, she would have to like wear expensive jewelry, expensive dresses. Yeah. It was one of those like honest to God, like casing a joint as like a rich, wealthy yeah. woman kind of a thing. Um, she had some quotes also. One of the things she says after a job, she said, You have to lock yourself in a room. You would see other people from the balcony, a girlfriend or a boyfriend walking in the open. We were not allowed to do that. You would feel a kind of collapse in your soul. Because she s- felt so sad inside that she yeah. couldn't enjoy the freedoms of being outside. She had to always be hidden, you know? Uh, one thing she also said is. Sometimes nothing, neither money or gold or any kind of wealth, would give me as much satisfaction than the mere thought that one day my boyfriend and I would go away together and be alone, live a normal life like everyone else. And this is what Mike said about the woman. He said, Women in the Panthers have to be exceptional, exceptional. They have to do the main job. They do the scouting, they enter, they record, and they bring you the plan. They have to be intelligent, beautiful, and she has to love money. It is only a woman who can do this job. A man would stick out too much. She can ask for a necklace. She can ask for a ring. So, I mean, he's basically saying, like, she is, like, the spy yeah. going into these places. Imagine
0: coming across that ad on Craigslist <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the, the worst part is, you, you, you know, these women are exceptional. They're so skilled can't put that on a resume yeah i mean I, like yeah uh,
0: wait let's build her a resume what would you yeah. put on her resume
1: i mean uh definitely it
4: is impeccable eye
0: for detail impeccable <laughs> eye for detail, detail planning oriented, just in
4: general pl-
1: you know planning
4: planning yeah
1: strategic Run,
2: yeah runs an international organization
0: ah oh, there you go
1: now we're getting <laughs> somewhere
2: well, team, team leader team leader
1: no. there you go yes <laughs> Um, so this, this job is called the job in Spain. This is Mike's favorite job. They planned, to do a ro- they planned to rob a jewelry store during a major festival, but the jewelry shop had tight security and it was inaccessible. So the, the woman went into the souvenir shop next door, so she flirted with the store owner to get a job in the shop. Mm -hmm. and I guess she's like I mean I I don't know what she looks like but apparently she's like really beautiful Yeah. so she was able to like pull this off I guess one of the quotes she said about (laughs) seducing the owner and getting a job is she said I didn't mean to seduce him but my very appearance contributed to his joy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't see why I should feel guilty. It's his problem that he fell in love with me. And my pre- And my presence brought him lots of pleasure. I couldn't do anything about that. <laughs> very <laughs> humble. Yeah.
0: <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, during the night, the last night of the festival, the woman opened the souvenir shop after hours for the rest of the crew. They used pickaxes to break a hole open from the souvenir shop into the jewelry shop. And they knew the stuff that that was in the glass was cheap. the real treasures were in the safe mm. um, and by the way, I, I really like this the, the slang these international jewel thieves use for a safe is the cat or the kitten. That's okay. what these guys use for the safe the cat. they weren't so that
0: maybe why they're called also cat burglars.
1: Oh, that makes a lot oh, of that sense that does make a lot of sense, <laughs> yeah. Lot of sense. Yeah. There. yeah all of a sudden that clicked. <laughs> um you're they- so smart <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's what i'm saying i just totally
0: fell into this whole <laughs> episode i the penis
5: story made the
4: connection Yay! Yep,
5: yep. you're just enforcing your stereotype <laughs> right now so <laughs> damn
1: it embrace it
5: <laughs> damn it
1: <laughs> <laughs> um they weren't able to open the safe so they just stole the entire safe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be the next logical yeah. thing I would do. Um, we'll
1: open it later. Again, guys, this is real life. This is not Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. They stole the whole safe. Uh, one of the things he said is there's no...
2: Was it, wasn't that in the movie I where someone stole an ATM?
1: No, or
0: they stole a safe. Was Was that a Italian Fast job. and Furious movie? Fast and Furious and Italian Job. Okay, there that. you go. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> one of the things Mike says is there's no panic when you do the job. The panic begins when you run. Dude, I thought that was really kind that, of crazy and yeah. interesting. He's like, you're not freaking out when you're stealing it's afterwards that you start getting get away yeah so they parked by a lake in the woods and waited until they got supplies to break the safe open so one of the things he said is you can't sleep you can't sleep for god's sake we all do this together we're all friends but with this kind of loot your brain works in different frequencies you could have two or three million euros and you won't know what could happen money is money if one of us is missing he could take all of it yeah so they opened the safe within one hour Inside, they found one bag with expensive watches, two bags with bracelets, four bags with diamonds, and a dildo.
0: <laughs> was it diamond-encrusted? Was it diamond-encrusted
2: dildo? It was just a big, black heart. dildo. That's right up your alley.
1: <laughs> Guys, surprise penis. Surprise. <laughs> you didn't see this penis coming. Twist. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> oh, what a twist! This was the M Night
2: Shyamalan <laughs> twist, uh, twist. Twist. In the end, it was a penis. That was. It. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is what you meant by they complimented each other. Yeah.
1: So Mike found it hilarious that all the contents the next day were reported missing to the police and the local news, except the dildo. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody reported the dildo was missing. Just, is there <laughs> anything, spe- got left is there out anything special with the dildo? No, it's just a big black dildo, man. <laughs> what? Someone, put, someone
2: kept that in safe. Yeah maybe
0: it had sentimental meaning to the owner and they wanted to keep it in the safe maybe
2: here's a here's an interesting question if you see a dildo when you let's say you steal like a backpack and or someone's purse and you see a dildo inside what do you do with it do you touch it
1: (laughs) i mean you sniff it here's the thing dude like i have to only imagine look on their face when they saw the the loot and the dildo like and somebody decided, okay, we'll, we'll take it. Like, they just, all right, it must be for something. It's a souvenir. <laughs>
0: yeah. It uh, must have totally eased the tension, though. Because like, yeah. I, I can imagine the tension being really high. Obviously, their adrenaline is really high. And then just, like, open it. And I would just imagine them just, like, start cracking up. Yeah. Like, tears down the face, <laughs> cracking up.
1: Uh, so, the day after the robbery, the stolen loot is put on a plane and sold by couriers all over Europe. The Panthers usually take twenty to thirty percent of all the profits, and which is crazy, right? These yeah. guys do the hardest part, but at the same time, they they only get twenty to thirty percent of it. I mean, really, the people who sell it, stuff like that, they take a, a big percentage. Um, the courier takes five percent, and the rest goes to organizational and broker costs.
4: Okay.
1: Within four days, they have cash in hand. Nice. That's, dude, pretty that's, fa- that's pretty fast. fast. Yeah, that's fast. That's fast. That's why they're so good at what they do, dude. Within within two hours, they're already on a plane to another country. Within four days, they already have all their money. That's, yeah.
0: Can I, can I submit my resume?
1: (laughs) Times are hard, man. I mean, times are tough. I mean, I've got my resume ready to go. Go search Craigslist. (laughs)
4: Hey,
1: they need women, right? Exceptional, smart women who aren't afraid of dildos, I guess. So, you know. (laughs) Okay. Courtney. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So here's the aftermath. Uh, the woman eventually left the Pink Panthers and her and and her and her boyfriend. So her boyfriend stayed, but she left him also in order to live a normal life and have a family. She got tired of her boyfriend because he was always promising her that they'll quit after the next job. Of
0: course. And,
1: you know, he yeah. never did. He kept going back and she got tired of it. And what she said is this. And I thought it was an interesting quote she said. She said, all these people who are criminals, believe me, they believe in God more than a lot of normal people. We have to pray a lot harder for God to forgive us. I thought it was really interesting because you don't think of criminals as being religious or yeah. having that kind of a mentality. Mm-hmm. But she was saying, like, no, nah, like, a lot of criminals are really religious, but it's just, like, they they pray for forgiveness, yeah. but they do what they got to do. That kind of mentality, you know? That
0: kind of makes sense to me. I mean, at least from the mob movies that I've always seen, like, they mm-hmm. are very religious and, you know, by the – well, not by the book. Cause they go against the book. Yeah, but,
1: <laughs> yeah, but they, they have a lot they of, like... They have their own book. Yeah, Their own, own bu- sense of morality, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Their own way of interpreting, I guess, God's laws or, like, the yeah. Bible or religion. Like they. That kind of y-
0: goes in line with um, boondock saints. Because, you know, they do the oh, whole, yeah. like, prayer thing and they, they're messengers from God. Right. But they're still killing people. Right. <laughs> they're
2: Brutally. murdering yeah. people. It's because they... I think criminals do those bad things. That's why they kind of need, like, a...
1: Oh, like a way like to some, feel. Some type of a saving grace. Well, yeah. well saving
2: grace. Is a, because so they because live it, with
1: themselves. Like, they wouldn't be able to live with themselves yeah. if they didn't think they can be forgiven. Yeah, they have to fool themselves yeah. into
2: thinking someone's going to forgive them. Yeah. It's yeah. not and, coming.
1: And, and, and it's not going to be like society or like Mm-mm. the police or like the judges because they don't want to get caught. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you, that's true. Like, Like they would live with a lot of guilt unless they can find forgiveness. Yeah.
3: Um, So my atheism makes me a really good guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Mike is still a member of the Pink Panthers and is still one of the best safe crackers in the world. Uh, The strength of the Pink Panthers is that they never squeal on each other ever. Um, There have been over fifty arrests worldwide, but the organization is still thriving. Uh, recently, <laughs> this is, I thought this was interesting, as of the last two to three years, uh, they started to steal artwork from museums. That's their oh, new nice. <laughs> gig. Now they're moving on to artwork from museums, yeah. The final thing I, I would add is this. So there's a guy named Rockjo Kosovic, right? Rockjo Kosovic. He's one of the earliest known members of the Pink Panthers, and this is what he had to say. This is the quote I'm going to end on. He said this, We founded the Pink Panthers as a protest against the West, against Germany, against France. Because of of the breakup of Yugoslavia, we created a system. There are no victims in what we do. I'm a thief, but I'm also a gentleman. We only take expensive things from rich people
0: code of ethics right yeah. there <laughs> i mean it's, it's
1: i mean it's interesting like i said like the people in like the serbians the bosnians they don't have a truly negative opinion of the pink panthers yeah it's everybody else dude actually after the job in the wafi mall in dubai the authorities that were after them in dubai said like you know fine you guys got away with it but never come to dubai like if you come that's we, fair like we will like get you like yeah. we're not gonna i think that's you fair yeah. you know
0: <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, so anyway, that is the story of the Pink Panthers. I mean, for me, though, I'll just say this. When I discovered this story, I was blown away because I was looking for like a good heist story. Yeah. And, I, and the first story I read was about the Audis, the, the Wafi Mall Dubai heist. I was blown away. And then as soon as I read about the other heists and the speedboat, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> so I watched the whole documentary. And I mean, for me, it's crazy because the idea that an international organization of jewel thieves doesn't just exist but is thriving in this world is crazy crazy. in a world of like interpol and like smart like smartphones and you've got satellites and like spy drones and (laughs) stuff like that these guys are thriving somehow just to show that no matter
0: how advanced we get, sometimes the the, um, the old-fashioned ways yeah. are just the best. <laughs> uh, apparently,
1: like, the, the reason these guys are so good is because they spend weeks casing a joint. They will not go for it until they have, like, a detailed plan with clear blueprints. The only thing, they basically stop short of doing the Ocean's Eleven thing where they build a model <laughs> of the place they're stealing from. Like, that's that's the only thing they don't do, but they have, like, a full blueprint.
0: When were they started?
1: Uh, well, they start. Well, okay, Technically, they started in the '90s during the whole conflict in Bosnia. Okay. Like, there was organizations that were forming. They weren't officially the Pink Panthers until probably like around 97, 98. Okay. and they got their name in the early two so
0: thousands. I was just wondering, maybe Ocean's Eleven really was based off of them, but maybe mm-hmm. they're kind of based off of Ocean's Eleven, because I mean, the uh, original movie with the rat yeah, pack. Yeah, that was a that long ha- time that ago. That happened in the yeah. '60s. I yeah, believe. definitely. These, these so. yeah. guys
1: formed the '90s. Anyway, so yeah, so that was our our episode on heists. Uh, uh, awesome! So, I I enjoy the stories and they I were know, they were good, pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I, I think personally, I like I like yours the most because it was <laughs> pretty outrageous.
3: Good Which old one? Blood. Are we talking the Russian <laughs> sex slave? <laughs> I mean, the, Which the one sex there? slave was
1: clearly the best story because just that face <laughs> you I don't, old, old, old I don't know Olga I don't the, know the
2: face you'll never see Brendan. I don't know Mr. Blood <laughs> got caught and they gave him a castle
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who, who
2: does that
0: <laughs> I, Charles,
2: I Charles apparently King, exactly King yeah. Charles that's why you can't trust kings They do stupid decisions like
1: that. The Rebel King Charles. Dude, he sounds like a badass, the Rebel King Charles. (laughs) To me, he's the Rebel King. Because he clearly was not with Parliament.
0: (laughs) He that's
1: fine. I mean, he's just like, I'm gonna make England great again, you know? He's he's doing
4: that. Parliament's just like, No, no, no. no,
1: no. (laughs) We're keeping our Magna Carta. well okay so great so uh that was our episode uh ken do you have any shout outs or anything you want to promote or anything like
2: uh that? no not really maybe i should go to the store right now try to rob it maybe it will give me free stuff <laughs>
1: Ooh. well do you have a, a anything to promote or shout out or anything nope okay well cool. <laughs> brendan do you have anything you want to promote or shout out
3: I- I'll, I'll go last
1: okay rosalie do you have anything you want to promote i'm or... good thanks. okay man you guys are <laughs> um do you want me to you want to go after me brendan yeah. Okay. Uh, only thing that I'm gonna promote is again check us out on RyanUsherDead. and also on iTunes and on Google Play Music. Leave us some feedback.
3: Leave,
2: leave us, us some fe- comments. Please rate leave us. us
1: some feedback and rate us. We would uh, love to get your profanity. Ratings. Anything's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> rate Except us.
2: everything. Just
3: jokes. Uh,
1: yeah. Aside from that, um, that is all I've got to say. Brendan, what do you got?
3: Um, I just wanted to put something it's gonna change the mood a bit, but I wanted to dedicate this episode to my aunt Diane who passed away yesterday after a long battle with cancer and um, she'll she'll be missed and uh, yeah, that's about it
0: here's to Diane yeah
1: here's to Aunt Diane
0: Aunt Diane yeah
1: all right man that's you know hope uh, hope your family's gonna be okay Brendan you know our thoughts are with you yes and my voice is with you. <laughs> So okay, great. Well, that that wraps up our episode for this week, guys. Thank you for joining us uh, for this for t- today's episode. The song that we will be ending on is uh, "Retrovision" by Campfire. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Bye bye.
2: Bye. See ya.
3: Bye.
0: Dead is made possible thanks to KDHR, the student-operated radio station of California State University, Dominguez Hills. For more information about KDHR, please visit www.kdhr.net. The intro song for this show is Space Ace by Blind. The intermission songs are Brambles in the Breeze by Protricity, Lost in Time by Your Daily Water and Expert Novice, and Radical Dreamers Angelic Mix by Tim Sheehy. This music is made available thanks to Overclocked Remix. For more information, please visit ocremix.org.